0: Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you are eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. Before we jump into today's episode, I just want you to give you a heads up so you can mark your calendar about the upcoming winter college and career retreat, February 10th through the 11th in Greenville, North Carolina. Uh, My wife and myself will be the host and speakers. We'll also feature some other young adult speakers to lead sessions. It's going to be an exciting weekend to grow, to connect, and to really cultivate uh, young adults' faith. There'll be two main preaching sessions. There'll be breakout sessions uh, that'll be deal with relevant issues. Will be a God-infused time with small groups. Me and my wife will do a joint session entitled Real Talk and uh, we'll walk through some issues together. There'll be a Q&A session, a fun group activity to connect together with everyone that's there. And of course, a delicious lunch. And the cost is $35. That includes your registration materials. It includes uh, your snacks, your food, all of that that will be provided during that time. Also, there will be training sessions uh, for young adult and college ministry workers. Uh, there'll be at least two or three sessions specific for them dealing with issues on how to reach young adults and issues that they're facing. And uh, so if you want more information, cfcretreats.com, you can get that and you can register there. So let's jump into our episode for today. We're concluding this really kind of lengthy study on the idea of be with Jesus, become like Jesus, and now for this week, living like Jesus. So being with Jesus allows us to do what? It become like Jesus. For the end result for us to live like Jesus in our everyday lives. When we're talking about living like Jesus, this is not something just for Sunday mornings. This is not something just for when you're serving at the church. It's not for just something when you're around a certain group of people, but not around another group. You see living like Jesus is this. It is a lifestyle. Living like Jesus is a lifestyle, it is a way of life that infiltrates our lives in every aspect. Every day, everywhere we are, it's not something we do, but rather it is something that we become or that we are. You see, many times Christians can be very guilty of playing a part. I mean, we can be the the best actors. We could really star in some of the the greatest roles in, in popular movies because we know how to put a costume on. We know how to perform like a Christian, to act like Jesus, but then to not really become or be like Jesus. You see, living like Jesus is a lifestyle. It's your way of life. It's uh, the way you live your life all the time. And it's not just merely putting on a mask or a costume for Sunday morning or when you're around certain people, then taking it off and being somebody different. When you're living like Jesus, you're living this way all the time. That's what a lifestyle is about. Now, years and years ago, I remember being a young boy and there was a show entitled The Lifestyle of Of the rich and famous. And there's a, uh, the host had a British accent, and I can almost hear him today. And you may have never heard of the show, uh, or maybe you have. But what they did, they took. Uh, the lifestyles of people, of course, that were rich and famous, and they began to look at how they lived their life. And we, what you understand is they live a certain way because of the money they possessed, because they were rich. They lived a certain way because of the fame they had acquired and, and in essence, why they called it the Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. This show was meant to document and reveal these lifestyles that the vast majority of us in the real world were not able to attain. That's why we would watch and just drool and marvel and just wow Look at that. It revealed what the wealth and fame had produced in their everyday lives. Well, just as the wealth and fame produced a way of living for these people, you see, being with and becoming like Jesus will do this. It will produce a way of living in our lives. It will produce the lifestyles of the Christ followers. That's what it will do. And so as we think about this idea of living like Jesus, if you have just jumped in with us, uh, you may want to backtrack for about three or four weeks to start where we started with the idea of be with Jesus. That's where we spent the most time. And then last week we looked at becoming like Jesus, and now we're finishing with this idea of living like Jesus. So here's a couple truths to consider. We'll talk about it today and also on Thursday. Uh, As we talk about this idea of living like Jesus, the first one is this, to adopt the lifestyle of Jesus. You see, it's a lifestyle you have to put on. It doesn't just happen naturally. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 20 through 24 really talk about that. He says this, but if you have not so learned Christ, if so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as a truth is in Jesus that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. You see, if we're going to live like Jesus, it is not just a compartment of our life. It's not just a, a box that we check. It is literally a lifestyle that you and I will have to put on. You see, when we got saved, we put off the old man. And then as we're renewed in our mind, as we follow Jesus Christ, we're a new creature. Yes, but we begin to put on the new man. But it's something that you and I have to do. You see, there's a huge distinction there. The old man and the old lifestyle. The new man would have a new lifestyle. But you see, it's a choice that we make because Jesus will not force us. He will not make us go against our will. He will invite us as he's done. He will ask us to follow him. Uh, but that's not something we're forced to do. And so this idea of, yeah, we became, become a new creature, but you understand that you and I can become a new creature and still live like the old one. We can be a new man with an old lifestyle, not a new man with a new lifestyle. But that's the, the, the direction we're trying to go. You see, as a believer, you can be a new man and still live that old lifestyle. Imagine having a brand new car, but never driving it and always driving that old beater, that old beat up one that's always breaking down on you. That's not reliable. Why would you do that? I mean, it'd be like having a brand new house, but living in the one where their air condition doesn't work, it's half fallen down and it's condemned. Why would you do that? That's absurd, right? So why be a new man or a new woman and still live the old lifestyle and not put on or adopt the lifestyle of Jesus Christ? We would say that's absurd, Right. But this is what we do as a believer who receives Jesus Christ, but does not follow him as a teacher. You see, adopting the lifestyle of Jesus is you taking his complete, whole, total way of life and choosing to make it your own. So as we think about adopting the lifestyle of Jesus, yeah, we have to put it on. But as we put it on, it's this. It is taking Jesus serious as a teacher and not just as a savior. You see, that's a turning point in our Christian life. You see, I came to know Jesus Christ as my Savior. I did so in a step of faith. I had very little knowledge of who he was at that point. I had enough knowledge to know that he died for me, that I was a sinner, that he uh, had risen from the grave, and that he invited me to call on him or to believe on him. I had that knowledge. But as far as knowledge of him as a teacher, that's where my life began. You see, being saved is awesome. I mean, having the guilt removed of your your sins being completely forgiven and having a future hope settled to know that your life matters and it has purpose. I mean, what on earth could be better? You see, Jesus is our savior, but he's also our teacher. And for some of us, we've never really pursued Jesus as teacher. We know him as Savior, but we've not completely surrendered to him as teacher. You see, that can be life-changing. It can be life-altering. Really, it's a pursuit of life to learn or to grow in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And I can understand that I know him better as my teacher now than I did 10, 12, 15 years ago. You see, our Savior should become our master. You see, some people are content to punch their ticket to heaven and say, "Woohoo! I'm good, and then live their life for themselves or to live the old lifestyle. But you see, receiving Jesus Christ as Savior should mean taking him serious as teacher. Uh, verse here, 1 Corinthians chapter number 6, verse number 19, talks about this idea here. What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which you have of God? And look what it says, and you're not your own. Think about that. If you have believed on Jesus Christ, you have been bought, purchased with a extremely high price, his life, his death, his blood. And as a result, therefore, you are not your own. Now, you can make decisions. You have a free will. But your body, your spirit is not your own. So you cannot rightly say no to Jesus. You cannot tell Jesus, no, I'm not going to follow you. I'm not going to obey you as teacher. I'll take the benefit. I'll take the gift. I'll take, you know, my ticket. I'll punch it and and find you in heaven, but I'm not going to live for you down here. There could be nothing more contradictory for a saved believer than to say no to Jesus. But this is exactly what we say when we're not willing to follow him as master and teacher. Well, you may say, I didn't realize what I was signing up for. It's a little much, don't you think? Have you not heard Jesus' teachings on money, on lust, on loving your enemy, and shall I go on and on? Yeah, a lot of those were hard for me to accept, growing as a believer. But understanding who Jesus is, that he is the way, the truth, and the life, understanding that he, his way of life is the best way of life, understanding he's invited me to follow him, that I am to follow him as he follows his father. So, yeah, those teachings are hard sometimes. But am I following Jesus for fringe benefits or am I following Jesus out of love, out of obedience for him? Why follow him completely? Why on earth should we even talk about living like Jesus Well, can I say his way of life is the best way of life. Living like Jesus is living the best life. Think about that. You want to make the most of your life. You want to live the best life here on earth Then follow the footsteps of Jesus, the one who created life, the one who offers us peace and love and joy and friendship and forgiveness and all of these things. You see, there will be many people who get to heaven but never truly adopted the lifestyle of Jesus while on earth. Don't let that be you. Maybe you need to go back and spend time with Jesus. Just be with Jesus cuz that's where we focused all our time and if you'll be with Jesus, you'll slowly become like Jesus. As you slowly become like Jesus, you're going to live like him. You're going to begin to adopt that lifestyle. You see, you have to have a you have to make a choice of where you're going to spend your time. And if you'll spend time with him, if you'll learn of him, And then you have to make a choice. Will I do what he teaches me or will I refuse? Then you and I have to understand that there's no middle ground. It is either obedience or disobedience. So as we think about living like Jesus, this is the epic part of life. This is the pursuit of the Christian life is to be with him, to become like him, but then to live like him around everybody, to receive the full, fulfilling life that Jesus lived. Now, as we go into Thursday's uh, episode, we'll talk more in more detail about that and about this lifestyle, how countercultural it is to the flesh and to the world and how this lifestyle is the the best life that was ever lived on earth. And that's what you and I get when we live like Jesus. We get the best life ever lived on earth. So join with us on Thursday as we dive into that.